0: Hello Emery, hello, are you there? Please, this is Vasily Krepov coming, hello. Hi Vasily, Um, what are you doing? Well listen, it has been forever since been on your show, I thinking you not like me anymore, it is not nice for you to do these things, I feel sad inside. Well Vasily, we had no idea What was going on? You were caught in the Russian onslaught. I had no idea where you were even. Well, let me tell you, Emery. Things are very good for me now. I have special deal for you. I have used tank from Russian military people. They live in OShetia. It is wonderful. You may have for great price. Vasily, what can I do with a tank? Well, I don't know what you do with tank. Maybe you do podcast inside of tank. It's a lovely place to do it Vasily... I can't do a podcast from a tank. It does not matter, you need this for yourself. Of course, let me sell to you. Vasily, I'm not gonna buy your tank. Of course, you need to buy in tank. Listen, what you do with tank is your business. I do not ask questions. Let me tell you, as long as you ask custom, no ask questions when bringing into country, we have no problem. Vasily, I'm not gonna buy your tank. Let me tell you, we have special deal for you. I throw in a red helmet. You're gonna throw in a red helmet? Of course, yes, because everyone look good in red. Uh, Russian look good in red. Communist uh, China look good in red. America, liking red. Oh, Vasily, Uh, there might have been a reason why you haven't been on for a while. Well, I do not know what this is, I'm thinking you are hurting my feelings, let me tell you, sister, ask me, Vasily, when are you going to be on podcast again? I said, I do not know, no, because Mr. Buters. I can never say name, but whatever your last name is, he said he would not have me on the show, and it's hurting my feelings. Well, we could get you back on the show, it's not a problem. Well, thank you, but listen, I still have tanking for you to buy. Let's just talk after show. Let's get this going on the road. All right, everybody, Sonny uh, the crooking person uh, hitting, hitting the theme song. Hey, Booterites, Bootarians, and Booteristas, we are back. This is episode 46, and we couldn't be happier you're with us. Comedian Tyler Gooch joins us today. Judy Scheinbaum, of course, answers his questions. And we've got a Booter thought for you, all on today's episode of the Booterverse. Today's episode of the Booterverse is brought to you by flannel. Flannel, isn't it really just lumberjack lingerie? It's now that time in the show when our guest asks Judy Scheinbaum some questions in a segment we like to call The Last Lung with Judy. Judy, you're on the Booterverse. Oh, hello,
1: Emery. It's so good to be here. Thank you so much. I am sitting here with comedian Tyler Gooch. Tyler, it's a pleasure, sir. I hear you have some questions.
2: Yeah, a two-part question. Uh, Would you rather use it or lose it? And what are you talking about when you answer this question? I'll hang up and listen off air.
1: I love you, but sweetheart, we're in a studio. You don't have to hang up. You can just ask Judy. Well, would I rather use it or lose it? Right. Lose it.
2: <laughs> That's not how I thought you were going to go. And the thing I would lose is
1: the fact that my daughter is not married. Hmm. That needs to go.
2: <laughs> well, She's uh, a
1: disappointment, Tyler.
2: Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh do you have a picture of her or what's the deal here?
1: Sweetheart, we don't believe in breaking cameras.
2: <laughs> oh, so you're like that native American tribe. You believe the camera steals a part of your soul.
1: No, sweetheart. I'm saying there's a buttload of plastic surgery that needs to be done before the electronics will turn back on again. You know what I mean? Uh,
2: I think I do, but I hope I don't.
1: I understand.
2: <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see few more questions here. Uh, a zombie's already dead, right? So if it doesn't eat brains, can it die again? Great
1: question, Tyler. Thank I you. think people know that I am a big aficionado of things undead, dead, and almost soon to be dead.
2: By the sound of your voice, that's what I guessed. Sweetheart,
1: I am well-preserved. I have so many chemicals in this body, I'm gonna live forever. Or at least be well-preserved in my sarcophagus. <laughs> But, to answer your question, can they die again? The answer, I would think, is, you know, sort of no. You know, because it's if they're dead already, the brains are just them, you know, to animate them. You know, so I guess they're sort of alive-ish, but sort of dormant, like a, like a virus.
2: Uh, is Jesus a zombie? Sweetheart,
1: I don't know, I'm Jewish.
2: <laughs> of course.
1: Um, but I would think that, you know, he's not undead if he's alive, so, you know... But who am I to say?
2: It's a great point. You're answering a lot of questions I had. I'm going to go out here, a much smarter man.
1: I love that about you. you you're taking in what Judy has to give you. Mmm. Feels right. It,
2: uh, it feels something. I don't know if I would say right. Mmm. But it definitely feels interesting.
1: I love that. A lot of men have said that about me, and I think, you know, if it feels interesting, good. You know, just do it.
2: Uh one last question sure it seems like there's a lot of uh it used to be that vampires just came out at nighttime seems to recently vampires are making a lot more of an appearance in the day comments sweetheart if
1: you met my attorney you'd know that's been going on for about 40 years
2: you're represented by a vampire
1: I'm just saying that attorneys are bloodsuckers, and they're around, you know. So, yes, I think it's indicative of our culture that we would want to have a bunch of fangs in our necks. I mean, maybe people are just becoming more masochistic, I don't know. Maybe they're just like the cape.
2: Hmm. Uh, what is the most number of fangs you have ever experienced at once? Oh, sweetheart,
1: you know Judy is Listen, I've had five husbands, I think people know.
2: At the same time?
1: Well, not according to certain laws, Uh, New York sort of frowns upon that. Uh, But I would have to say a couple sets, my friend.
2: A couple of sets of fangs.
1: It would give the Mormon tabernacle choir a run for their money, if you know what I mean. Mm. I
2: absolutely do know what you mean, and Mm. I appreciate your candor, and I feel like I've learned a lot. No further questions. Oh,
1: sweetheart, you are a gem, (laughs) Tyler Gooch, comedian, and an all-around nice guy. This has been the last Lung with Judy. We will be right back. I love you all.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Today's episode of the Booterverse is brought to you by sewing machines. That's right, sewing machines. What I wouldn't pay to get a look at your bobbin'. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Booterverse. I am sitting here with comedian Tyler Gooch. Tyler, it's great to have you on the show.
2: Great to be here.
0: I bet it is, sir. It is a pleasure. I've been wanting to have you on for a while, and this is just kismet.
2: I've been wanting to be on for a while.
0: Really? You didn't call? You didn't write?
2: Right. Well, fate found us.
0: Fate did find us? Yeah. Mm, where has fate found you, sir?
2: Oh, I would rather not say...
0: I respect that. <laughs> on a podcast where we're interviewing, I respect your right to not say the things that you might not want to say.
2: Yeah, no, this that's what makes a good interview is if the person doesn't reveal anything.
0: I believe that's true. Yeah. That is my interview style <laughs> to keep everything that's already out there, out there. Mm-hmm. And keep all those inside things
2: inside. Right. Separation of church and state. That's absolutely right. I think that's I, applicable here.
0: I think that's absolutely true. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a political man? Uh, No. <laughs> Well, there we go. Okay, well, good. Well, now we know, the Gooch is, is apolitical. That's any that's more good.
2: information required? Just
0: I'm actually doing this as a test for the NSA. Uh, I'll be sending this off. Um, the Glad. director likes likes the podcast, apparently.
2: Glad I didn't reveal anything earlier. Now,
0: indeed, and now I have let you in on that little secret. Right. Now, how long have you been doing comedy?
2: Uh, three and a half years, I think. Almost four, somewhere in there.
0: Have you found that your appeal has exponentially grown and your talent as you have found it? You have a very unique style. You're a big fan of puns. Mm -hmm. I know this about you. Uh, Some have called you punny.
2: More than some.
0: More than some. Maybe all.
2: Uh, Most. Many.
0: Not most. Many. Right. Yeah. Okay. I can support that. (laughs) Can you support that? Uh, I'll have to. Right now, is this what you're actually going for? Is that the kind of comedy that really hits you in your funny space?
2: Uh, Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll write down anything that makes me chuckle, and then some of that some of that uh, I have to throw out because it's not really it doesn't fit with the rest of the material. So I try to form a little bit of a uh, persona, I guess, but and a lot of that centers around puns. Which is great. Now,
0: you do more than just puns.
2: Right. There are There's a whole facet, including, uh, but not limited to, ukulele playing, other stuff. The ukulele. You're a tall
0: man, sir. Yes. Uh, they'll be able to see in the picture we take. Right. How does that juxtaposition work for you?
2: Uh, well, I used to play guitar on stage, and then I got a ukulele for my birthday, and I thought, well, this looks a lot funnier than a guitar, because it's tiny. As, I don't, if anyone doesn't know what a ukulele is, it's a tiny guitar, which makes it funny.
0: Are all small things funny? Uh, Not all. Many. <laughs> I'm just going to leave that one there, yeah. Tyler. Okay. I'm just going to leave that one there. Now, you have been traveling all across the United States. Is that fair to say?
2: Uh, if you mean the... Midwest, then yes. (laughs) As a Midwesterner,
0: I think a lot of people don't know this about me, hail from the heart of the Mid... Actually, I hail from the eastern side of the Midwest. Mm. Mm. But I'm going to keep you guessing where that's from.
2: See, again, don't reveal any information. Right. Just vague enough. Yes.
0: Mm. Vague is my middle name. I think when people see me, they say, you know what? I wish I had more.
2: Yeah. This guy seems very general.
0: Yeah, he's... He's not giving me a lot to work with.
2: That are, uh, in the military, do you have to be very vague to be a general?
0: Given the epaulets that they wear, I would assume not.
2: That's a, That joke was uh, perfect. If anybody's listening right now, just pause. Take a second to just let that joke wash over you that I that I just spoke. And, uh, and then continue playing here in a second once you feel like you've let that joke sink in.
0: It seemed a little general to me.
2: Yes. Hmm. Hmm. You think they're good? <laughs> Do you think they got it? Yeah, we're probably good now. All right. I mean, I'm happy to wait. There's no need to rush comedy.
0: Absolutely. You like to take your time when you're on stage, don't you? All right. Yeah. Do you like to savor the moments? Do you get to actually savor the moments that you have?
2: Uh, yeah, I mean in my I, my face says i'm savoring but my brain is panicking to think of the next thing to say so
0: well wonderful poker face sir it's right but isn't that what we do all the time yeah. i mean aren't we always whether we're performing or just living scrambling for
2: the next thing to say yeah life is constant terror and then you die is that how you really approach things
0: <laughs> i know you you're such an affable guy
2: right but You've... on the inside terrified just terrified
0: <laughs> Tyler the terrified right that could be your stage name be a good Viking name yes I love your answers yeah this is good this is actually how you do comedy right. there's not a lot of running commentary to it it's being just being
2: succinct mm.
0: is it really is that how you approach yes I'm not that way <laughs> as you may or may not have gathered I gathered that yeah. but that's okay different strokes for
2: different folks yeah were you a fan of different strokes? Uh, y- yeah. I mean, it was a little bit before my time. But, yes.
0: Is your time now?
2: Uh, yes. I love that this is it your time. It started about three months ago, and I'm peaking right now.
0: I believe that to be true. Yes. So, where would you go from here? Down. Definitely down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, you'll be playing, um,.
2: I don't know, Chick fil A's next. Oh, if I'm lucky. They're gonna love my gay marriage material I've been working on. I hear I hear their fans. I'm getting political. You are all... starting with this podcast is motivate me. I love that. You can speak into the
0: zeitgeist and maybe make a dent. Mm-hmm. Maybe help to nudge it one way or the other. Right. Do you ever think that maybe your comedy actually does make people think and change their mind?
2: I would hope it doesn't change their mind. If you if you have your mind changed by a pun... You probably didn't have a very strong stance to begin with. You need to evaluate your life choices.
0: Some have said, though, that the pun is the mightiest of thoughts. A pin? No, that was mightier than the sword. Oh. A pun. (laughs) Because, you see, it takes a sort of syntactical approach to, to wordsmithing that not a lot of people can do.
2: That was a pretty good example right there. <laughs> We're all very complicated words strung together in a, in a sentence.
0: In a verbose cacophony of delightfulness.
2: Now you're just showing off. Okay, I can't let's, help it sometimes. Let's pump the brakes here. All right, let's the, get back to real talk. On the thesaurus, yeah. Okay,
0: do you need one? I can get you one. I oh, have one over here.
2: i got a thesaurus app, don't worry.
0: Okay, good. <laughs> now, do you need to be communicated to only in pun?
2: No, I, uh, it's taken years of rehabilitation, but I'm able to communicate with the lay people.
0: I know that that's true about you because someone said, and I'm not going to say who, that you have been through quite a bit trying to communicate to the masses. And you have some horrific stories about your time in these last three years doing comedy.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. Comedy can lead you to uh, very exciting places and terrible places. Talk to me about some of those terrible places. Um, at the, uh, I did a college, I won't name what college, at the uh, their student center, and I was on a show with a magician and an Elvis impersonator.
0: Already a great start. Right,
2: good lineup. And they said, Tyler, you're going to go on after the magician. I said, great, got some great, great stuff that'll follow the magician. Then they came back and they said, Tyler, uh, the magician's not ready. You need to go on now, and the magician will be setting up his stuff two feet behind you while you do your set. Oh, no. So, I did my jokes while a magician set up tricks directly behind me. I left the stage. The magician did his thing to six people who were just trying to do their homework. They were not interested in a show at all. The magician got done, and Elvis took the stage. So,
0: Elvis was the headliner.
2: Yeah, Elvis was your headliner. So, you opened this
0: this delightful evening.
2: Yeah. I was I opened for Elvis. That's on my resume. And uh a very late in life, Elvis. This was like concert in Hawaii Elvis uh he, Did we have the cape and all that. We had the cape. We had put on a lot of pounds. Mm. Um so much so that uh Elvis whose wife couldn't pick the right track for him and he would have to stop and yell at her to play track five, which is very representative of what I imagine an Elvis concert was actually like. Um he came off stage, the magician went back on, and then Elvis was going up to close out the night and had taken his belt off while he was off stage and could not get his belt back on because they had free chicken tenders. So Elvis finished out the night sans belt, which makes a, a full body spandex leotard very distracting if there is not a belt to break it up. Cape, a guitar that he did not know how to play. And uh, a wife who could not figure out the CD track system for the life of her.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Was her name Gladys? Or did you remember what her name was? Uh, She was, I think, trying to fly as anonymous as possible. At that point in life, yeah. But how great is it that
2: she was still supportive after all that? she was still trying. She was giving it her best shot, which was not a good shot. I don't know if they were newlyweds. This was their first time... Doing the Elvis act together. It certainly didn't look like it was his first time.
0: No, I bet he fit into that the first leotard well.
2: Your first time as an Elvis impersonator has got to be a weird day. Because you you have to wear the Elvis outfit to the venue. And if, I feel like that's something that you have to get used to. Walking around in public dressed as Elvis. With people around.
0: Sure, you would hope that some venues would have a changing room, but I guess you can't bank on that.
2: Right, especially not a student center.
0: Right. <laughs> because, you know, the students are going to ask, what's going on?
2: Right. And even if they had a, uh, I think they had a restroom where he had put on some of the stuff, it's still a little bit of a shock to the system to be a uh, 18 to 22-year-old person and to see a rotund Elvis emerge from your student center bathroom. When you're just there for free chicken tenders.
0: Now, did he have the paste on sideburns, or was that his real hair?
2: Those looked real. Like, this was, it was clearly not his first time. He had committed to the sideburns, he had uh, picked out the outfit, his hair was slick just right, he had purchased a guitar, not yet learned how to play it, but he knew how to hold it. Uh, sometimes would put the guitar down and then play air guitar, which I found confusing. Sure, because you brought the guitar, you might as well try to... Why not hold it. Right, exactly. If we're going to air guitar.
0: See, did you uh, use your ukulele? Because this would have been a perfect opportunity to sort of do a duet. Uh,
2: I did not use it for that reason. Mm. I was afraid he would ask. Mm. I I hosted a talent show in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. I don't know why.
0: Um, Because you were ostensibly
2: asked. Right, and it lasted for nigh on three and a half hours dear lord and there was a point one of the acts was a, a group of special needs adults who were in a group together and their group was going to be performing uh by doing a using puppets to do an interpretive lip sync of uh pharrell Williams' song happy and after a few minutes of not being able to get the track to play the uh, other person running it with me asked if the MC could use his guitar to play Happy so that the special needs people could lip sync the song. I refused on many grounds and ended up just playing it from my phone into a microphone I was holding standing behind them while they danced their puppets around. And this is an hour into the show. We still have two and a half hours of gold left after that that was not the closing ceremony go on yeah <laughs> there was uh i think shortly after that miss tennessee came out to sing a song because why wouldn't you follow that with miss tennessee absolutely i'm sure a little eye candy right uh there were some uh, there's an 11 year old ballet troupe who they waited to put on until 11 30 at night because that's when 11 year olds are at their prime yeah It's a couple of them were asleep backstage. They had to wake them up to go out onto the stage. Um, just all around, all around great show.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Who? I'm not gonna ask who planned it, but this seems like a gem that will go forever into your memoirs.
2: Oh yeah, it was a uh, it was a fundraiser where I guess I can only assume they had asked a number of people and didn't expect everyone to say yes and everyone said hey we're 11 year old ballet troops and adult special needs groups we don't have any other gigs lined up yeah we'll do it Um,
0: you would think that more people would have a demand for a special needs uh, puppet troupe yeah you'd be
2: shocked by (laughs) by how few gigs those people are booking I am shocked yeah
0: but the 11-year-old ballet troupe, that's that's funny, too.
2: Yeah, there was a very wide range of, uh, of people there. I feel like I've repressed a lot of it. There's probably more.
0: Oh, I'm sure.
2: <laughs> Oak Ridge, Tennessee. Yeah. Wow. Whew. There was a bluegrass band that closed out the night that invited me to come sing This Land is Our Land with them. Now, whose land did they think it was, and what land were they actually talking about? Uh, Unclear on both accounts. Mm. (laughs) Mm. I could see
0: why. Right, yeah. But just saying this land is our land, it could be many different things. I love the vagueness of it, though. Indeed, we keep coming back to that, don't we? (laughs) Mm.
2: Nationalistic song shrouded in in vagary. Mm Did you know the atomic bomb was invented in Chattanooga? I did not know that. I didn't know that either till I went to that gig. It's Do called... they have a replica there, or maybe the original? No. They have a lot of signs that say the Atomic City, which if you've ever been to... Uh, uh, sorry, Oak Ridge. I think I said Chattanooga earlier. But uh, Oak Ridge, Tennessee. Which, if you've ever been to Oak Ridge, very little Atomic going on um, since, what, 1940? I think if you said that to somebody
0: from Oak Ridge, they would just go nuclear.
2: Oh, they absolutely would.
0: <laughs> See, you've got me in a punny mood now, my friend. Yeah. I can't, I don't normally do the puns, but right. I'll just, <laughs> if I can keep them. Right. Now, in more intimate settings, have there been ever any issues that you've come across that might give an individual thinking comedies a great idea uh, some pause?
2: Um. Usually a small venue... There's not a lot of uh there's there's just interest or disinterest. There's there's not the uh, the fun that you would get at an Oak Ridge fundraiser. Right, because Which is the the pinnacle of a comedy career. That's why I believe I've peaked. I've already done that gig. Everything else is not that.
0: Well, and you've been on this podcast right. now. Right. So I could see why you feel this is the pinnacle Yeah. of your career.
2: Very different environments. This one and Oak Ridge. how so do you find this more hostile uh th- more hostile uh less musical um same amount of atom splitting mm. please don't ask me to elaborate on that i'm not gonna do it <laughs> i won't
0: i won't do it now at this time in the show we give you the opportunity to say whatever you want into the microphone words of wisdom uh, a pun or two Mm. um you could decline uh, but just say whatever you'd like to those listening
2: uh i'll take this opportunity to spread some uh just a parable of wisdom that i've been passing on to people in my shows but i feel like this is a great opportunity to get this wisdom out into the world um and and hopefully this will help you in your life somewhere wherever you are uh give a man a fish you feed him for a day Teach a man to give a man a fish, and you're the manager at Captain D's right now. They will give you the hat on the spot. If you can do that, you are 100% qualified.
0: Well, Tyler, as a man who certainly (laughs) aspires to be a manager at Captain D's, I, I thank you for being on the show.
2: I think we all aspire to that, and I hope I've helped you and everyone.
0: Well, thank you, my friend. That's been it. We will be right back right after this. Hey there, Marsha Houlihan for Lemon Meringue Pie. That's right, Mishawaka, Wisconsin's most favorite treat is my lemon meringue. Why don't I use lime? Well, I'm not from Minnesota. And now, today's Booter Thought. Have you ever wondered why home brewing is so unregulated? I mean, the FCC, the SEC, and the FAT... Whatever the alcohol fired to back, those people should certainly be monitoring home brewing. I mean, for heaven's sakes, they are about as heavily monitored as Wall Street was before the crash. I mean, anything could fly. Who knows what happens in the closet of a college dorm room? I certainly don't want to be drinking it, and I don't think you want to be drinking it either. Let's get more regulation, where regulation is due. If I'm putting it in my mouth, I want to make sure it's hoppy and clean. Oh no, I'm not one of these people who absolutely needs an IPA, double IPA, triple IPA, or for heaven's sakes a pilsner. No, I'm just a regular kind of guy. But if it's coming from your basement, and there's mold, I want to make sure it's not the kind that's going to kill me. I don't want to die. Do you? All because, hey my friend, want to try a glass of my new beer? It's a raspberry stout. Oh, sure it is. That's what they're going to put on my tombstone when it finally decides to kill me. That's right. Yeast is not something to be trifled with. Women deal with it all the time, and they're none too happy about it. And I say, why bother fighting something that other people can fight? Let's have corporations fight yeast for us. Women have tried to make that happen. Why can't we? So I say, go to the big brewers. Make sure that they're heavily compensated for what they call beer. Sure, it might taste like water, but at the end of the day, won't you feel safer? And that's been it for today's Booter Thought. Today's episode of The Booterverse is brought to you by paper shredders. Paper shredders. Giving a whole new meaning to the word stripper. Buddha. Here at The Booterverse, we'd like to send a special thanks to comedian Tyler Gooch for being on the show. We'd also like to thank you, the listeners, for tuning in. Of course, we'd like to thank Courtney and Sonny, who help on the production side, and to Quadrants, who composed our theme song. If you haven't had enough of me here, I'm also everywhere on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram under the handle TheBooter. And of course, we're also on Pinterest, because, you know, men should be on Pinterest? I know interstellar travel is a bit difficult, but The Booterverse is only a click away.